0: Today on episode 17 of the High Performance Leadership Podcast,
1: the Joe Harry window. It was put together to help with personal development and feedback and communication skills. There's a lot of different applications for it. You're listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast. Insights and information from world-class leadership experts.
0: Welcome to the podcast, I'm Randy Lane. Today, Chip was running out the door to teach a session on the Joe Harry Window, so we jumped into the studio to talk about it. The Joe Harry Window is an important concept to grasp if you're trying to develop trust in a team or an organization. So without further ado, let's jump in.
1: Joe Harry Window, a lot of you probably know, have been around since the 1950s. Joe Harry is actually two individual, two PhDs. I don't have their exact first and last name right now, but I mean, one was Joe something and Harry something, and they decided to combine their names to come up with the Joe Harry window. It's not foreign. It's
0: not Joe Harry or
1: something, right? No, it's actually Joe and Harry. But yeah, some people call it Joe Harry or whatever, but that's how the name came up with it. And so today I'm actually working with a client and we're taking their entire group of about 50 people through the Joe Harry window and using it as a team building exercise of how they can help each other. But the reason why I decided to use this uh, example as a team building exercise, because it's really when the Joe Harry window was put together, it was put together to help with personal development and feedback and, and communication skills. There's a lot of different applications for it. But I believe it works really well. And the reason why it's in our team building program is because it talks about the four different quadrants, which I'll talk about here in a second. But it's when you add new people to an existing team, their windows are different. And with the client that I'm working with today, they're in growth. And so they're adding new team members all the time to their company. And so they need to have a way to build trust, to build feedback and communication and when you enter a new team for the first time, your public window, which is one of the quadrants, your public window is very small because people don't know you yet. Mm-hmm. And people that have worked together for 10 years or more, their public window with each other is wide open because, again, they've spent a lot of time together. So in a team-building environment, the Joe Harry window is a great way, if you do it correctly, through an exercise that – that I'll talk about here in a second, you can really kind of help open up that public window, self and others. So
0: so public window, what does that mean?
1: Okay, so there are, for those that don't know or have not been through the Johari Harry window yet, I'll explain it. They call it the Joe Harry window because think of a window pane and there's four panes inside of a window. And so if you were to look at that, at the very top, you would write self on top of the window and on the side, you would write others. And on the self, what we're looking at in the first window, which is what's called the public window, this is what's known to you, to yourself, and what's known to others. Mm-hmm. So an example might be, even if we just met, Randy, you and I for the first time, what is known is is the clothes that I have on right now, and how tall I am, and what race I am, and
0: that I have lots of hair, and you don't.
1: That's right. That is known to me, and it's known you to others. Know it, yeah. Yeah. See. So what's known to me and what's known to others is what's called our public window. That's okay. that's. Window A. The second window that we'll talk about is what's called the blind spot. And the blind spot is what is known to you, but perhaps not known to me. So an example might be how I'm coming across right now in this podcast. See, I don't know how I'm coming across in this podcast, but you do. Mm -hmm. And maybe you get feedback from other people on how I am, but yet I'm blind to it. Right. So that's what we call a blind spot.
0: Like if my voice were too smooth and it put people to sleep while they're listening
1: to podcasts. That's right. I don't know that, but some people might say that. That's right. So I know that and others know that, but you're not aware of it. It's a blind spot to you. And if someone provides you with feedback about that, it's no longer a blind spot. Mm-hmm. Now it becomes, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a public window that everybody knows that, but if feedback's given the right way, you're... Trust level goes up with me if I provide feedback the right way, Mm -hmm. not in a derogatory way or a condescending way, but in a way that it's taken to where you can think about it and go, you know, I can see that. I do have a calm voice, and, you know, maybe if I stand up when I do the podcast, there's more energy versus sitting down or, you know, lighting or whatever it might be. So it helps people understand each other better. That's right. Helps them understand. Okay, so the third window what we'll talk about is called the hidden window. And this is what's known to you that you don't want others to know about. Hmm. Okay? So this is— It's your truth
0: or dare secret.
1: Well, it it can be, but it also can be stuff that we hold in that we don't necessarily need to hold in. So, for Mm -hmm. example, like the first girl you ever kissed. Okay? So you know that but nobody else knows it. I don't kiss and tell. Well, and that's that's a perfect (laughs) example. In the hidden space, these are things that you get to decide whether or not you want others to know. And so there are some things... That people don't want to know that some people share too much, right? So some mm-hmm. people are just they they put all of their dirty laundry out on the table and people say time out. We don't want to n- keep it hidden. We you're don't
0: like, w- you're like, no. how's it going? And they're like, Well, here's my life story. <laughs> that's like, right. Here's well, all my problems.
1: Yeah. Some things are better, you know, yeah. hidden. Well, this is a balancing act. In that hidden side, there are things that you don't want to share and things that don't need to be shared. And that's kind of that emotional intelligence side. And then there's also things that you don't share that if you did share with other people, it would create more of an open, that public window would be bigger. Mm. So it's looking at that and saying, well, why am I so reserved in sharing stuff about myself with others? So I'm
0: glad I didn't go over this because I do have some good questions, I think. So how does the the hidden and the blind spot window differ? They sound similar. One is just you tell someone eventually and one you keep back. Is that how it works? Ah,
1: I'll tell you what, let me do this. Let me finish with the last quadrant and then I'm going to explain four or actually three characteristics of these. Okay. Okay. So we have the hidden, that is what's known to you. It's not known to anybody else and you get to decide whether or not you want to share it or not. Mm -hmm. The last quadrant is unknown to you and unknown to others. So an example Hmm. might be how good you might be as a manager of a department. Mm-hmm. If you never managed a department and I've never seen you manage a department, mm-hmm. it's unknown to you because you've never done it. It's unknown to me because I've never seen you do it. So right. it's it's totally unknown. And this is the most interesting, in my opinion, the most interesting of the four quadrants because it's the unknown of potential. It's the unknown of undiscovered by both of us.
0: Yeah. So, it's a, so like if I'd never skateboarded in my life and you didn't know if I skateboarded or not and I jumped on a skateboard and did a kickflip, we'd both be like, wow,
1: Wow. I didn't know I could do that. Exactly. (laughs) You didn't know it, I didn't know, but now that we do, this is really interesting. Yes. Right? Okay, so that's the fourth quadrant. All right. So if you were to guess out of the, you have your public window, you have your hidden window, you have your undiscovered potential, and you have your blind spot, which of these would you think would be the best window to have? Like mm-hmm.
0: the, which one to have to, more items
1: in? Or or to accentuate. What, what are you trying
0: to do? I would say that the hidden, because I can give something to someone. Is that right? No. No. Okay. But
1: good guess. What we're trying to do is we're trying to have as large of a public window as possible. And the reason why we want to have a large public window is that means that we're open to other people. Mm. So we don't hide a lot of stuff that's unnecessary to hide. Okay. Okay. So there's things that I want to hide and I should hide, right? So, and same with you. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know everything about my life, but sometimes I hide stuff. For no reason. I don't right. know why I'm hiding it. I just don't. Especially if you hit something that I needed to know. Sure. That'd be bad. Yeah. So, for example, the more I know about you personally, so let's take it from a a, a manager employee situation. Mm-hmm. The more I know about your family, the more I know about your your background, the more I know about things that you may be struggling with in your personal life or things you're excited about in your personal life that are unrelated to work, but yet. You're hiding them from me when you don't need to. You could open up and tell me what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. That builds trust between us. Yeah. And when I do the same as a, as a leader, as a manager of yours, when I come in and say, Randy, here's some stuff that I'm struggling with. Can you help me with it? Whether it's work-related or not.
0: So I'm going to reveal something. Okay. Right. And and this works to this point as well. I have a kid with special needs. Mm-hmm. If I chose to keep that from you, because there's no reason that you really need to know, then you might be less understanding if I said, hey, Chip, I need to be gone today from eight to 10. You'd say, well, you're supposed to be working for me. Why would you be gone from eight to 10? But then you can be understanding and go, oh, is this an appointment for your son? I can say yes. And then I can say, "You know, I'm going to make sure and stay late today or not take a lunch so that I can get the work done so we both understand where we're coming from.
1: That's right. Absolutely. And so that's hidden... To me and to everybody, unless you decide that it doesn't need to be hidden. And when you open up and you share what's going on, and it's appropriate, Mm -hmm. because that's a really critical component, that when you open that up, it raises a level of trust depending on how I am in receptiveness to you opening up. Right. So the reason why we want a large open window is because it provides more understanding of each each other. It provides more of a transparency about who we are, what we want, what's important to us, what we care about, those kind of things.
0: Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. The High Performance Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Principles of High Performance Leadership, the book by my co-host Chip Wilson. We're giving it away to the first 100 people to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Message us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash HP Leadership Podcast. Send an email to podcast at 360solutions.com or go to 360solutions.com and fill out the form next to the free book section we'll get a copy out to you but act now this offer is only good for the first 100 people and supplies are going fast I'm still struggling to differentiate between the blind spot and the hidden
1: okay so if hidden is an is i have stuff that i want to share or i don't want to share and i put it out there a blind spot is someone so if i have a very large blind spot that means there's stuff about me that I don't know, but I'm not interested in hearing it. So, for example, someone with a very large blind spot is someone who is very quick to give a lot of advice, but doesn't want to hear it from anybody else. Mm, okay. They're not interested in growing. They're not interested in hearing it, but they are the first one to give lots of advice. So someone with a very large blind spot is someone who you might say is low in emotional intelligence because they're all about giving advice, and never hearing anything.
0: The blind spot's what you don't know
1: about yourself. That's right. Okay. The blind spot's about... The hidden you... is
0: what you you know about yourself, but no one else knows. That's right. Okay, that's the difference. I get
1: it. Yeah, the blind spot, everybody else sees it, you just don't see it. Ah. See what I mean? Okay, so I talked about there's three characteristics of the Joe Harry window. So the first of the three is what we call the turtle, okay? And what the turtle is, the turtle is... Is when your undiscovered potential is the largest window. Think of a turtle. Only the little head sticking out and everything else is hidden under the shell. Mm. So a turtle is someone who doesn't give a lot of feedback and doesn't get a lot of feedback Mm -hmm. they are in a shell for the most part they only expose just a very little their head and the rest is just this mystery this under this shell that we don't even know what's under there Mm -hmm. and so that is that undiscovered potential and that's what we call the turtle i would think introverted people
0: would be more likely to be turtles
1: they are more likely to be turtle because they're uncomfortable sharing a lot Mm -hmm. uh but to build trust you have to come out of your shell. You have to give people information and you have to be willing to hear information from other people by putting trust out there, You know, sticking your legs out of that shell. Is that and, where that term comes from? Coming out of your shell? <laughs> yeah, coming out of your shell, exactly. <laughs> so that's what they call the turtle. So someone who is very closed off, someone who doesn't really like to share, someone who doesn't ask about others, doesn't tell anybody about what they're doing, they're what we would classify as a as a turtle. The second is what we would call the interviewer. Now, the interviewer is someone who has a very big hidden window, and that is because they're very good at asking everybody else about everything that's going oh, on, yeah. and then they divert the question. And those people are very popular. Oh yeah, they <laughs> love to ask lots of questions to everybody. Right. But they never share anything about themselves. And you have a
0: conversation with them, and you, and someone asks you, "How did how did your conversation go?" Well, they were super interesting. What do you know about them?
1: Nothing. That's right. Those are the interviewers. <laughs> okay. They're usually in radio. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the The interviewers are the people that are really interested in learning everything about everybody else, but you rarely know anything about them. Mm. That's not good either, see? So any... It's good for the interviewer. It's good for the interviewer, except <laughs> that it doesn't build trust. That's true. Because if they know nothing about the person, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to relate to them. It's yeah. hard to have trust. So the fact that you shared about your son mm-hmm. is something that personalizes you with the people that are I around you. allowed some vulnerability. That's right. You allowed some vulnerability. And so your hidden window got a little smaller, your public window got a little bigger, mm-hmm. and that builds trust. Okay. Okay? So the last one of these is the blind spot, and this is called the bull in the china shop. <laughs> and the bull in the china shop, this is the blind spot. This is the person who has absolutely no clue about the consequences of their actions and the way they interact with other people.
0: I know those people too.
1: Yes. These are the people that come in, you're three words into a conversation and they jump in and dominate the conversation. They never listen to a word anybody has to say. When they ask for feedback, they really don't ask, mean it. What they're saying is, I guess at this point I'm supposed to ask you what you think, but I really don't care. They <laughs> just dominate everything and they have this very large blind spot that they don't see. Others see it, but they don't see it. Okay. okay.
0: I think it'd be hard for those people to see that they need to increase their other windows.
1: The way that someone with with a very large blind spot grows is that they, step one, understand this model, understand mm-hmm. how it works. And then the people that they do trust that are in their life, they have to figure out a way to be able to receive feedback without getting defensive. Mm. They they have to understand that all the stuff that they have hidden, their facade, their ego, their pride, whatever, all the stuff that they have hidden back there, that the more that they share some of the stuff that they keep hidden, mm-hmm. the better chance they have of their public window getting larger and their level of trust going up. Yeah, And that when they're open to hearing about their blind spots, they need to learn how to control the way they react to the feedback mm. Because people with a big blind spot, when given feedback, they take it as criticism. They take it as an attack. Mm. And what happens is they fight back instead of listening the way that they should. And so their blind spot only increases instead of shrinks.
0: So a good example, I would think, like uh, if you're trying to lose weight, if you look in the mirror, you can kind of position yourself so that you look like, "Oh yeah, look at me, I'm looking pretty good." Yep. But those candid pictures that people get of you, you go, "Oh my gosh, do yes. I really have that many chins?" Yeah. That's you not knowing your blind spot and maybe if you're looking even in, if you're looking in the mirror and saying, "Who am I as a person?" You may be putting out there what you want, right? Yep. So it's the it's the feedback of others that will give you more clarity on your situation.
1: Sure. And the tough part is is that people with a big blind spot The people that are around them know they have to kind of walk on eggshells because they know what happens when they provide feedback to somebody with a big blind spot. They either ignore it, which is a skill or a technique of someone with a big blind spot. They just ignore feedback because they think it's not relevant, Mm -hmm. or they fight back, and there's punishment for giving me feedback. So don't don't give me feedback because it's going to hurt you if you do, and so their blind spot gets larger. Right. Or they surround themselves with yes people. That no matter what they say, everybody around says, yes, 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 yes. So, you know, not to use Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton <laughs> as examples, but we're in the middle of that right now. Sometimes they have much larger blind spots than they realize. Mm-hmm. And the people around them are so interested in giving them positive feedback that they, you know, they, they just don't see... The blind spot.
0: And they get upset when the blind spot's pointed out by the media or somebody else.
1: Yeah. And so what happens when the blind spot's pointed out, they attack. Mm -hmm. They don't say, you have a point. Let me see what I can do to rectify that. Thank you for sharing it with me And, and, and take part of it as opinion. Part of it is maybe there's some truth to it. What they do is they figure out quickly how to rebuttal what was said and how to make the other person feel bad for even bringing up what might be perceived as a blind spot. So you
0: want a, uh, the biggest public window possible, but mm-hmm. is it also good to kind of expand into the other sides? So if you're an interviewer, you would share more stuff and then likely people would share more with you. Is that how it works?
1: Kind yeah. Of? The ultimate goal is to have the largest public window. So, and, and when I say that, that is you want a large public window that's relevant to your audience. Mm. And this is where that emotional intelligence side comes in. So, for Your
0: friendship a, and your work side might be... Yeah, different amounts of public window.
1: That's right. So for example, you know, people, we all do that overshare, mm-hmm. they tell us way more than they're all on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, they are <laughs> good or bad. They overshare. So what they do is some things that are in their hidden window that should be left in their hidden window. They tend to air it out in public and it's not appropriate. So, and, and on their blind spot, yes, people want to shrink that blind spot as much as possible but all there's also a balancing act that that blind spot sometimes is other people's opinions. It's not necessarily Hmm. fact. So there's some weighing of that and the undiscovered potential, you know, that's something that we're all striving to get more of to learn more, you know, skills that we might have or potential that's undiscovered at this point. But the public window, if you were to look at this in terms of marketing as well, you know, you want your public window to be as large as possible and have your blind spots, as small as possible and your hidden window appropriately hidden, mm-hmm. but open up as much as you can. Because when you have a large public window that's done the right way, you build trust with other people. They mm-hmm. know more about you. So there's positives and negatives we'll use celebrities. For an example, celebrities want a large public window. They want people, you know, they want the PR that comes with it, but then they want to pick and choose what should be in the hidden window or their blind spots and different stuff. And as a public TV, paparazzi, that stuff, we really do get into the, probably in my opinion, deeper than we should. We should give them some yeah. space, but but what we're trying to do in building a business and building a practice or a firm is we want to have a public window. We want people to know who we are, what we're about, what we value we provide. We want them to trust us. And the way to do that is to get out literally in the public at networking events, writing, doing podcasts having dinners you know having lunch and coffee with people and opening up our public window yeah so that people can trust us and from trust is where business happens
0: i feel like a lot of business people want to hide stuff that maybe they don't need to hide that would personalize them otherwise
1: yeah absolutely and they they hide stuff because they're worried about the the public Mm-hmm. criticizing or scrutinizing who they are. And what's funny is a lot of people, especially in our industry, you know, they, they don't feel comfortable in sales. Mm-hmm. You know, they, the, sales is a four-letter word and they, they've they internalized that a long time so they don't want to see themselves in sales. And so when you think that way, they don't want to promote themselves. They don't want to brag about themselves. They don't want to talk about how great they are and what, what they can do. So they tend to hide stuff they don't need to hide. Mm-hmm. They tend to you know, this uncovered potential, they don't take risks, they don't take chances. And so it stays buried in a sense. And so what we try in public relations and in sales and networking and being that visual expert, what you really want to do is say, okay, how can I expand my public window so that more people see who I am, Mm -hmm. which builds trust and through trust is where clients come from. Right if you go to our team building program, it's actually skills for i performance teamwork. It's module two. Um, the Joe Harry window's in there. There's actually a, an assessment you can take. It's paper and pencil one in the workbook uh, where you can chart your own Joe Harry window itself and put that together and then look at, think about yourself. Where mm-hmm. are you at? How big is your public window? You know, how big are your blind spots? And, yeah. and you might say, well, how am I supposed to know how big my blind <laughs> spots are? Well, an example would be you know, ask people that you work with, ask your spouse, ask your kids, your co-worker, your people at church, whatever it might be, take them through this exercise.
0: It seems similar to the assessment that we have that it kind of opens up your eyes and you go, Oh yes, that person is that way. I do understand that. I could see this being super valuable either if you're working with a company, doing it with a team or a small group or doing it with a mastermind group. It could be really enlightening for those people.
1: Oh, absolutely. So with a client that I have today that I'm working with, we've already taken them through the P60, and everybody has gotten a P60, so they know where they are in ABCD ranking, they understand their personality traits, and we've already kind of been through that. Now what I'm doing is I'm using this to expand upon it and say, Mm -hmm. okay, so there's... You know where you're at personality-wise, and you know what your coworkers are, so now let's talk about... This window and where some of your blind spots might be, where your hidden window is, uncovered potential, and how big your public window is. And we have people in this session today that are brand new with the organization. So they're turtles, right? So they're (laughs) turtles, not because they want to be turtles, but because they're brand new. Nobody knows. They're a shell.
0: It's They're they're in a new industry or a new company, and the company doesn't know what they know. That's right. So
1: that's why they're a turtle. And then you have the interviewers that will meet the turtles. You know, it's the first day on the job. Oh, hey, Randy, you're new. I'm Chip. Welcome. Look, sit down right here. I'm going to interrogate you, and I'm going to ask you all kinds of stuff about you, Yeah. and then I'm not going to share
0: anything. Yeah, you don't have any sort of trust then because they've asked you a bunch of stuff, but you feel like I haven't gotten anything in return, so how can I trust you?
1: That's right. Exactly. So you don't want to be the interviewer. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be the turtle, and... You definitely don't want to be the bull in the china shop <laughs> who comes in. and Especially if you're new. Yeah, especially if you're new, <laughs> where you come in and you kind of run over everybody, and you're very opinionated, and you jump in and give all kinds of input when it's not even asked for, and then you really don't care about what others have to say. You just really want to give your opinion. Are
0: you seeing people correspond to
1: this window based on their personality assessment? Yeah, except, so what I'll do this exercise, and I'm going to explain the the window. Okay, so I explain the characteristics of the four parts, and then I'll talk about the turtle, the interviewer, and the bull in the china shop. And then they're set up in round tables. What I'm going to have them do is at the people in their table, I want each of them to share some stuff about themselves that are that they're in their hidden window with the rest of the group that doesn't need to be hidden. Think of things that it's you... It's good to qualify that. Yeah. That, you want to have some
0: interesting revelations well, in this yeah, session. Yeah,
1: that, that don't need <laughs> to be hidden, right? Uh, but they, they are, for whatever reason, they're hidden. Then also... Under undiscovered potential, uh, what would be interesting is other people in the group could share with each other. Hey, have you know, Randy? I've noticed that that you're really good at writing. Have you ever considered, mm-hmm. you know, doing something around you know writing more? And if you said, "Well, you know, I've never really thought of myself as a good writer." Mm-hmm. That could be either be perceived as a blind spot, mm-hmm. something I think about you, but you don't think about it, or it could be undiscovered potential. Maybe, Maybe I thought
0: about it, but I have never acted on it, and now that's I've right. got some encouragement, so I might think about it.
1: That's right. So it falls into that. So what we're doing as an exercise is a, in these roundtable groups, I will have them create dialogue with each other and talk about things that, that are in there hidden that they would like to share, if it's appropriate, things that they might see potential in other people that they haven't shared just because i not been given the right opportunity and decide, is this a, is this a blind spot for somebody or is it a undiscovered potential, whatever it might be and see if in this exercise we can at least get in the small groups, their public windows a little bit larger mm-hmm. with the group. And then those that would like to can share what they've learned with the larger group. A oh, like, big old
0: public window. Yeah, to expand
1: their public window. And by expanding the public window, it creates a larger team camaraderie. It creates a larger level of trust. And it, it works towards building that, that relationship with other people, which is really critical.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Excellent. I can't wait to hear what, how it went. Yeah.
1: All right. So that's today's podcast. I'm going to continue to talk about our our curriculum and kind of talk through it so that you know what's in the curriculum, but then also try and tie it back to how you could use it in building your own practice and building your own firm. Again, everybody have a great week. We want to hear from you. Shoot me an email. Give me a call. Anybody on the team, we want to hear from you. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the High Performance Leadership
0: Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. Our website is hpleadershippodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at HPL underscore podcast. And shoot us an email at podcast at 360solutions.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.